A tiny hole leads the way to a massive underground man-made chamber. And then we take a look at the story of Luz. A woman who said that one day she woke up in another reality. Is it possible to willingly or unwillingly jump dimensions today on Dead Rabbit Radio? Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of Dead Rabbit Radio. I'm your host, Jason Garvin, I'm having a great day. I hope you are having a great day too. So let's go ahead and get started here. Now, the first story was a request that I had actually lost in the shuffle, and I was looking for something else on YouTube. I was looking through my comments, and I found this one, and I thought, this is an interesting story. However, I got stymied a couple different times. This is a request from Ramro on YouTube. And Ramro sent me information on something known as... the. <laughs> It's in another country, so you know where this is going to go. It's in the Cabardino Balcaria Republic. The Carbino Balcaria Republic. And what's there? So it's it's by the, the Caucasus Mountains, the Caucasic Mountains. <laughs> Sorry, guys. It's in this area, and there's this tiny little hole that you have to be relatively slim to be able to slide through. I wouldn't be able to make it in there. But people had, and it's completely obscured simply by the landscape. There's not like a holographic door covering it up. It doesn't look like there's a giant boulder there. It's just like a field, and then there's a hole. And down in this hole is basically an 800-meter-deep megalith. It's a massive building under the ground. And you'd think, okay, well, is it just like a straight drop and then like an opening, like a natural system? And the people who have been there say no. You actually have to go down a bit and then turn, crawl left for a bit, and then go down, and eventually you hit this massive rectangular chamber. And the walls are smooth, and it appears to be man-made. Now, there's a couple different problems going on here. One, every article I found on this was translated from another language. And it's not like I was running a translator on it. It would appear to be written in English, but you could tell from the numerous grammatical mistakes, and I'm not insulting them, but you could tell from the simple grammatical mistakes that English wasn't their native language. It looks like at some point someone tried writing it in English or they ran it through a translator and posted it online. So there's not a lot... Reading these articles was very maddening because I was coming across terms and a lot of weird grammar errors that had I had a hard time following this. And even the YouTube videos about it, they're from someone who's speaking with an Eastern European accent. So it's a very, very unknown place. And so there's a lot of dispute about it. Some people say, some one of the theories is that it's one of the places that Hitler was looking for the Holy Grail. It is a man-made place to hide the artifact, the cup that Jesus drank out of. And Hitler believed with the Holy Grail and the Spear of Destiny he could control the world. That's a conspiracy theory. Locals say that's absolutely not true. That's absolutely not true. Now, they'll say that, yes, there were Nazi troops in the area but they weren't specifically looking for that place. There's the theory that the Russians built it as a base. They somehow carved out all this stone underground and built this huge underground base that only a few people could wiggle in and out of. So that theory is kind of weird, but it would be a perfect hiding spot. With the technology back then, you wouldn't be able to bomb it because it's so deep underground. And then we go back to another conspiracy theory that this place is a thousand, if not more, years old. And the underground construction itself is modeled after the construction of the pyramids. So, 
A lot of different theories about what's going on here. And again, thanks, Ramro, for pointing this out to me. I had never heard of it. I don't think most English speakers have ever heard of it. I don't think most people outside of that region have really ever heard of it. But it's not just all speculation. It's not like we think we used remote viewing and we went down the tunnel. No, there's lots of photos of people climbing down there with their rigs. You can see how smooth the walls are. Lots of drawings of what it looks like inside. But, you know, drawings can be faked. But there's lots of photos can be faked, too. But you know what I mean? There's a lot of photo of teams going down there. But that's it for a 800-meter underground megalith complex that really anyone can visit if you're, if you're the right body type. You're a tiny little guy. You can squeeze on in there. And that's it, though. We don't have any archaeologists going out there. There seems to be a bit of a problem with archaeologists saying, no, 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 culture wasn't that advanced in that area. Therefore, they couldn't have done that. Therefore, it's not worth my time to go out there. But even then, you think archaeologists in the area would be visiting it, and maybe they are, and the articles just aren't in English. So it's kind of weird, and I've run into that a couple times. I've run into, did aliens cause the Black Plague? That is a conspiracy theory that's almost always uh, in Italian. Not many English resources on that either. So I'm sure there's more of them out out there. And you know, I'm going to go ahead and go ahead and jump into another story I didn't announce in the beginning, but I think it's kind of an interesting story on how two people can view things differently, especially when it comes to the paranormal. I've been having a hard time waking up recently, and technically I've always had a hard time waking up. At one point when I was in college, I took a regular alarm clock radio and wired in a house speaker to it, so it was super loud. Just like, and would wake me up, and I was like, oh, I would just get up and go about my day. Anyone else who was over would totally freak out because I'd forget to tell them. The alarm clock sounds like a house speaker. But even recently, I've been having a really hard time waking up, more so than normal. I've been sleeping through my alarm clocks. And I'd wake up, and it would, I would see that my alarm clock was shut off. So what was happening is I'd wake up, my alarm clock would be going, and I would shut it off, crawl back into my bed, and fall asleep. Now, I don't remember ever doing that, but I, I set two alarm clocks on my phone, and I just it would never wake me up recently recently it's been really bad so i was like maybe my phone's not working i go out and buy an alarm clock radio brand new alarm clock radio take it home it has never once woken me up every morning i wake up the alarm is shut off now obviously because i've talked about my haunted apartment in the way 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 back behind of my head i go maybe there's a ghost doing it but i immediately dismiss that and i think it has to be a technological issue or I'm simply waking up, shutting the alarm clock off. Because I always put my alarm clocks far away, so I actually have to get up out of bed to shut it off. I never put it in arm's reach. There, that, there's the rational explanation, technological issue. Or I'm waking up, I'm shutting it off, crawling back into bed. And so I've been setting basically four alarm clocks recently. Two on one phone, one on another phone, and then two on my alarm clock. So what is that, five? Is that what I said? I've been setting five alarm clocks recently, and I, I'm getting up now. But I've noticed that my brand new alarm clock still it has never woken me up. So I'm going to return the alarm clock and I totally scratched the whole thing off to me sleeping through stuff. My friend, on the other hand, texted me the other day and said she woke up with sand in her hair and said, I don't know what happened. And she starts kind of giving these theories about like, is it a ghost? Did she like go somewhere in the middle of the night, like somewhere like mystical, like disappear out of her bed? Was it the Sandman? Was it leprechauns? Now, obviously, Sandman and leprechauns were more joking, but she perceived waking up with sand, which is bizarre. Don't get me wrong. It is bizarre to wake up with sand in your hair, but she immediately jumps towards the paranormal. My first thing was she had spent the night at my house previous, and I said, are you sure you didn't get it from my bed? Because my bed can be quite messy. Now, 
some people can have messy beds where like their their bed's not made. My bed may or may not have sand in it at any given time. I can make no guarantees if you come over, you will not pick up sand or grass or or not crabs like the sex disease, but some sort of seahorses, I guess is a better example. There's no guarantee what is going to be found in my bed, but no crabs. There are no crabs. So she lent, she immediately leapt to a paranormal answer of why there was sand in her hair. And I have problems over and over again with my alarm clocks and immediately leap to the idea that it's a technological issue. It's interesting because I think that does a lot to how we see the world, to how we view things in the world. And that actually is a good segue to our last story. Now, our last story, we're going to be talking about a phenomenon or mental delusion, pick your poison, called dimensional jumping. There's been a lot of talk about alternate realities lately. There's been a lot of talk about alternate realities for a long time, but it seems to become a more and more popular theory every day. In this reality, at least. And a lot of times they hang their hat on things like quantum reality, and they're like, well, you know, there's like 12 dimensions, and there's multiple dimensions, and science has said there's... But generally, when science is talking about multiple dimensions, they're not necessarily talking about alternate realities. They're talking about... Dimensions that gravity is stronger in and things like that. But a lot of times you're just taking little bits and pieces out of these scientific headlines and making you think that magic is real. Now, there may be alternate dimensions out there. And there's a group of people who are determined to jump between dimensions, be able to move from one to the other. And most of the time, it's because they're not satisfied with their life in this dimension. There's a whole subreddit called Dimension Jumping that gives you all sorts of tricks and tools and personal experiences of jumping from one reality to the next. Now you think, what, is it some sort of device? Is it some sort of portal you build? Is it some sort of black magic? Actually, no. They have ways to change your life for the better. One, you take two cups, and we've learned from experience that any ritual, any invention that involves two cups, it's got to be gold. It's got to be gold. So you take two cups, and you put water in both of them, and you label them, or you can label them before the water's in. I don't really think it matters, but you label the cups, and in one cup, you put where you're at today, and on the other cup, you write down what you the reality you want to jump into. So I guess I should explain this first, too. The idea is, is that there's millions of versions of you, and you want to go into the reality where you're better than you are now. So it's really kind of a downer philosophy it's basically saying that you suck now but there's a bunch of other versions of you that are way better you're in the sucky universe they got it good so in one cup let's say for example i would put poor my job sucks and on the other cup i would put multi-millionaire married to scarlett johansson so i'm going to take these two cups and i'm going to concentrate on them for an indeterminate amount of time i'm going to look at the cup where I'm at right now, and I'm like, man, I am poor, and my job does suck. And then I look at the other cup, and I'm like, I want to be a millionaire married to Scarlett Johansson. Oh, that would be so sweet. Her nice, curvy body. That perfect face. Actually, have you ever seen a picture of her without her makeup on? It's weird. She doesn't look anything like Scarlett Johansson at all. There's something still very, very attractive about her, even though she looks like she could pump your gas at a gas She looks super, super normal. She doesn't look like a bombshell starlet anymore. Any woman can look like Scarlett Johansson with a $10,000 makeup team behind her. That's the key. Like, I always use Scarlett Johansson as a model, but, I mean, it's mostly movie magic. But she does seem like a sweet person overall. But anyway, so I'm sure she can take care of me. 
Um, we have these two cups. We have the Scarlett Johansson cup, and we have the My Job, My Life Sucks cup. And you concentrate on them, and then you pour the Scarlett Johansson cup into your, your cup of How Much Your Life Sucks, and then you drink it. Magic! Now you can jump into the dimension where you're married to Scarlett Johansson. Now, you think, that's foolish, Jason. That's so stupid, that would never work in a million years. And you're right. It absolutely would not work. But there's a hidden component to it, and we'll get to it in a second. Now, I actually found someone on the Dimension Jumping Reddit who did this. Who did this and had success. They jumped into another alternate universe. And the reason why they know they jumped into an alternate universe is because they went to their local Target a few days later, and an aisle had changed location. That's straight-up Twilight Zone stuff. It's not like retail establishments normally move their goods around for better placement, or because they don't have a certain room for it in an aisle, they move... It's not like retail stores ever change the geography. And to be fair, even he says, I don't know, I could have just forgotten where it was at normally then don't use that as your proof that you might have jumped dimensions. The dimensional jumpers on Reddit specifically, they look for tiny changes. The Reddit page actually has a number attached to it. And this is the number in this universe. I think right now it's like 962 or 982 or something like that. So if you jumped into another universe, you could go to that Reddit and see if the number is the same. If all of a sudden that number is 749, you know you've jumped into an alternate reality where They chose that number. Now, the obvious problem with that is that what's to say that if you did successfully jump into another reality, that they didn't choose out of the millions of numbers out there that you jumped into a reality that everything was different, but that subreddit number was the same. It's very, very likely when you're talking about infinity. That number would be repeated billions of times. But anyways, they have that number in case you get lost. You can go, oh, I am in an alternate reality. And really, also, that's an easy thing to fake. Anyone who's in control of that subreddit can change that just to be a troll, but that's one of the techniques you can use, is the two-cup method. The other one is staring in the mirror. That's it. You stare in the mirror, and you imagine the better you. You go, my life sucks. Imagine the better you. Now, there's an example to this, and I'm not making fun of the circumstance this guy was in, because it's not particularly funny. But the consequence is absolutely bizarre. So there is this guy who came up with the idea of mirror jumping. And he said that when he was a kid, his dad used to beat him up all the time. And he would go and hide in the closet. And somehow, this is where the... So that is absolutely tragic. Then he tells a story, though, that he goes and he hides in his closet. And on the inside of his closet is a mirror. If you ever want a Bloody Mary or any mirror demon to hide in your closet, put a mirror in there. Who wants a... Who wants a mirror that most of the time is just in eternal darkness? That's terrifying. But anyways, he says that he hides in his closet. There's a mirror on the inside of his closet. I'm assuming the closet door. And he would stare at the mirror and he would imagine his life where his dad wasn't a total raging douchebag. And he said one day he was staring in the mirror and he's watching, he's seeing his reflection and he's imagining that... There's a world where his dad isn't, doesn't beat him all the time. And he could hear his dad coming to the closet door. And he goes, right before he got to the door, I saw him open the door through the mirror. So now he basically shifted. So now he's, he's looking at his reflection. But then all of a sudden, he s- jumps to another reality. And in the reflection, he sees himself 
dragged off by his violent father, and he's safe in the closet. And then when he gets out of the closet, he goes downstairs, and his dad's the most loving person ever, and they had a great relationship until his father eventually passed away. And so he was like, I did. I jumped dimensions. It can work for you too, guys. The obvious problem with that is now there was an alternate version of him who grew up with a loving father who one day was just sitting there and then all of a sudden his dad just started beating the crap out of him. And he never knew why. So that almost seems extraordinarily cruel. If there's a better you out, because you have to switch places. If there's a better you out there, the idea of you thrusting them into the world that the kid obviously was in a world where he didn't create. But let's say that I'm in a reality, and I let's say in this reality, all I want to do is eat Taco Bell all day long. I eat Taco Bell, I play video games, I never move off the couch, I never do anything with my life. And when I'm, when I'm 52, I say, you know what? I want to run a marathon. And in another reality, a guy is running a marathon. He has a wife, he has kids, he's super fit, his heart is good. He's never even been in a Taco Bell. His diarrhea level is zero. And he's running the marathon, and then all of a sudden, you're in his body, and there's this super fit dude who just magically appears on a couch, and then has to immediately run to the toilet because he notices Taco Bell wrappers everywhere. And you've put him in that dimension, that dimension you created for the rest of his very short life. So, I mean, obviously, that's not good. You're basically punishing yourself, and technically... The guy who teleported to the universe where he's running the marathon, he wins the marathon. Guess where he stops to celebrate? Taco Bell. So it's a never-ending cycle. Eventually, the, the guy that you put in your body, in the loser body, he finally gets over diarrhea. It takes him about four or five days, stops eating the Taco Bell, goes out for a run, loses a bunch of weight, gets his life back together again, and then when he's on his honeymoon with his wife, you switch back because you've ruined his old body. And you're, it's your body. You're punishing yourself or other versions of yourself. The, the, the weird thing is this, is that I think what a lot of this comes down to is creative visualization, like the power of the secret and things like that, mixed with self-jealousy. It's this idea that you're jealous of who you could have been So you almost want to wreck their life and take it without any of the work. Now, again, the child abuse thing, I totally understand that. And I guess I should say right now, I don't think any of this is real. I don't think any of this is real, but it could be. And we'll get into one final example of the ending of someone unwillingly doing this. But this, it's almost a bit of like self-hatred. I think the best way to go about life is to, to imagine yourself as the best you. And maybe you want to be more rich. Maybe you want to be more famous. Maybe you do want to get married to Scarlett Johansson or any other beautiful Hollywood starlet. But you should still imagine yourself as the best you out there. Because if you imagine yourself as the best you out there, you will become the best you out there. I honestly believe if this stuff's real, people would try to jump into my reality. I had a friend over the other night, the girl with the sand in her hair. And I was telling her, I go, you look at this apartment and you're like, this apartment's small and it's cluttered and all that. Some people might use the word messy, but it's cluttered. I go, to me, this place is a mansion. To me, this place is exactly where I want to be. I love this place. I come home and I think of this place as a mansion. And that informs every other decision I'm making. A messy mansion, sure, 
but a mansion nonetheless. I feel like I'm in the best reality, and I think that's the best thing that people can do. Obviously, if, if you're in the Sudan and you're being hunted by some horrible militia group, that's a little difficult. But I don't think anyone would look at my life and say, you got it made, man. No one's doing that but me. And so when I come home, I'm not dismal. I could see people coming home to a place like this and being like, ugh. And it helps nobody. Helps nobody at all, especially doesn't help you. So I could have the crappiest job in the world, and I'm like, dude, yeah, this is awesome. I'll find something good about it. Maybe not the crappiest job in the world. Maybe not working at Taco Bell. But the thing is, is that if it was, if it was the crappiest job in the world, I would immediately, I would work it just as long as I had to before I can move on and better myself. Even if bettering myself is simply stepping up to working at Dairy Queen or something like that. Moving up the fast food chain. You're the best you. You got to have that in your head. And that's where I think the creative visualization comes from. You got to stem that jealousy of yourself being better. Really, it plays into this. I know I'm kind of preaching right now, but it plays into this idea that you know you're supposed to be better than you are. That's why you want to jump dimensions in the first place. But if you believe you're the best you can be, even though your situation may not be ideal, maybe it's not what you see in television or magazines, maybe it's not even how your friends live their lives. If you truly believe that you are the best version of you, you can still use those powers of creative visualization and believing something contrary to what you actually see, which is actually considered probably one of the greatest mental tricks you can do. If you can look at something and believe the exact opposite, you have truly mastered your mind. And if you've mastered your mind, you can master reality. I believe that. I absolutely believe that. But let's talk about Luz. Now, there was a thread. There was a not. We're moving away from Reddit, thankfully. We're moving far away from Reddit. And we're going to a website where someone wrote an article about something similar to this about dimension jumping and how reality is based on where you're at. And there could be many versions of you out there and things like that. Spanish website that was translated to English. And it's very odd. Some people have said that this is a troll. And it very well could be. But if it's a troll, it's an interesting spot. Because if you go to this article about dimensional jumping in Spanish, maybe about 20 comments in, it's not even in the article, you go 20 comments in, there is a person who is asking for help. She goes by the username Luz, or Luz. And she's been named as someone called Lorena Garcia Gordo. And what happened is one day she woke up and there were different bedsheets on her bed. She couldn't figure it out. She wakes up. It's a normal morning. Her alarm clocks work, and her bedsheets are different. So that's weird. But she doesn't really think much of it. Like, it's a little concerning to her, but she doesn't think so much of it. She does her normal procedure to get ready for work. She gets dressed. She goes out, and her car is in a different location than where she parked it. And she's like, now that's really weird. Because she had started dating this guy. She had broke up with her old boyfriend. She started dating this new guy, and he parked his car in one spot, and she parked her car in the other. But his car was gone, and her car was in his spot. And she's like, again, like, what is going on? Maybe someone moved it. Maybe my boyfriend moved it. Something weird. She drives her car. She goes to work. She goes to her office, and there's another name on the office door. At this point, she's getting really, really nervous. She goes and she checks the directory of where she should be, like the employee directory. She has an office on another floor working for a boss she's never actually even met, a completely other division. At that point, she says, you know, guys, I'm not feeling good. I'm going to go home. 
And they're like, okay, you sure? You sure you, you need to go see someone? Because they could tell she was distressed. And she's like, no, 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 I just need to go home. She goes home and calls her boyfriend. This happened, I think, about 2011, if I remember correctly. She goes and she goes home. She calls her boyfriend. No answer. Her boyfriend lived in the same apartment complex. He doesn't live there anymore. As far as she can tell, he never existed at all. She's still with her old boyfriend, who she had broken up with months before. He acts like nothing had changed at all. He has no idea what she's talking about. She even said she hired a private investigator to find her new, now missing boyfriend. Nothing. They could find no trace of this guy. And she ends it by pleading for help. I don't know if anyone else has ever gone through this. I didn't know how to reach out to anybody. If you know what happened to me, please let me know. That's it. There's quite a few articles on this. I found this forum post because I was reading articles about her. And there's quite a few articles. And they all end at the spot where she's like, she's asking for help. Is it possible she jumped realities without knowing? Is it possible that she suffered some sort of mental breakdown or some sort of minor brain damage that her all that stuff was like a quick dream in her head? The boyfriend and everything like that. It was just like a spark, a flash, the job where she worked. It overwrote previous memories, so it kind of threw her off. She did buy those sheets. She did work for that boss. She never broke up their boyfriend, all of that stuff. What's interesting is I tried looking for this person because we have a full name. I tried looking for her online. There's a bunch of people with that name. That didn't really help. There's no interviews with her. There's no follow-ups that I could find. It's just this forum post. I saw another post on another website. Someone says it was fake. I know her. She made it up. I don't necessarily believe that or disbelieve that. It's just someone else saying that. I They didn't give any proof that it was fake other than saying I know her when you can say you know anybody. So, did she swap dimensions or was it some sort of brain damage? Despite all the jokes about drinking the water and staring in a mirror, is it possible to shift into another reality? I remember once when I wasn't so happy, when I wasn't so positive and didn't discover the powers of positive thinking and hadn't read some of the great works on visualization, and I was just sitting in my house, I was super depressed, This is around the solar plexus clown gliders, that time period, where I was just really, really down. And I remember I was sitting on my couch. I was completely unfulfilled with my life. I felt I could be better than who I was, and I was mad at myself because I wasn't who I thought I should be. And I remember once I was sitting on my couch, and then the next thing I knew, I was standing backstage of an award show. I remember fully well the sensation of like the tuxedo I was wearing, of the people walking around me with headsets, of looking out onto the stage. I'm backstage and I see a podium with the mic and I hear the audience clapping for the former presenter or award winner or something. And I'm standing there dressed up and someone came up to me, tapped me on the shoulder and says, you're on. And I kind of looked around and I realized that something was off and I immediately appeared back in my living room watching whatever I was watching, probably Deep Space Nine or something like that. The lights were low, my place looked dismal, and I was there by myself again. Now, to be fair, I was incredibly stoned at the time. Super stoned. And so I brushed it all off as as marijuana-induced psychosis. Or I was falling asleep and started to dream. or. I was daydreaming, and the marijuana made the sensation even stronger. 
Those are the rational explanations. But sometimes it's hard to believe the rational explanations. Sometimes they don't tell the whole story. Sometimes you do just wake up with sand in your hair. DeadRabbitRadio at gmail.com is going to be our email address. You can also hit us up at facebook.com slash deadrabbitradio. Twitter is at Jason O. Carpenter. Dead Rabbit Radio is the daily paranormal conspiracy and true crime podcast. You don't have to listen to it every day, but I'm glad you listened to it today. Have a great one, guys. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.